Hi there, welcome to The Tint, a podcast dedicated to the art and science of natural style aquariums. I'm Scott Fellman, fish geek, lover of things natural, amateur philosopher of all things aquatic, and fortunately for you, your host of today's podcast. Today's episode is entitled, Do Your Tetras Know? Now, I suppose I'm in one of those deeply philosophical kind of modes, which seems to be pretty often nowadays, I guess. But the other day I was talking to a fellow uh, aquarist and we were talking about how we manage our aquariums. And the conversation turned, as it inevitably does when my friends talk to me, about the idea of using natural materials like wood and botanicals in our aquariums and where that whole practice fits in the grand scheme of trying to recreate the habitats from where our fishes come from. And of course, my mind wandered off a little bit. It's one of the things I've always loved about keeping aquariums is that you have this wonderful glass or acrylic box just filled with water, you know, hardscape materials and fishes. And then to the animals that live in there, it actually becomes their whole universe. Yeah, it's kind of meta, I know, but when you think about it, right, that's kind of cool. Ever look at it that way? I mean, even at the hobby's most basic levels, you as the aquarist, you know, you create the physical environment for your fishes and you're more or less in control of every facet of, of the existence of that little world. You control the appearance, the environmental parameters, the population, the input and export of nutrients, like everything. And the health and lives of each and every organism that lives in there, it's all in your hands. Kind of an awesome responsibility when you think about it that way, huh? Yeah, I think so. And while our fishes, you know, they go about their daily existence, likely not comprehending all of that, they likely behave in your aquarium just the way they did, you know, did in the wild, where while their ancestors did for millions and millions of years. You know, what they do know is that this, this little container you've created, is their world. The physical structures you've created, you know, the competing population of fishes, the availability of food resources, water quality, everything. Those are just a few things that they contend with like they would if they were just swimming about in the wild. And this is one of the reasons why I have a near obsession with attempting to replicate, at least on some level, you know, most of those physical and environmental characteristics of the wild habitats as much as possible, uh, the wild habitats for the fishes that I take care of. And all the while I'm realizing that although, you know, they'll be residing in a closed system with many of the physiochemical characteristics similar to what they have evolved to live in, you know, over eons, it's not a perfect representation. Much though I might want it to be, and being of the opinion that replicating some of these characteristics is likely better than replicating none of them. An arrogant assumption, I would say, on my part, but I suppose, like every one of you, I'm fully responsible for the animals that I keep, and I take a certain degree of pride in that. I want the best for them, just like you do. That being said, I'm not in the mindset of having to be absolutely hardcore about being 100% accurate biotopically in terms of making sure that every leaf, every twig, Every botanical is from the specific exact habitat from where the fishes I keep come from. Now, I do respect the people that do and the people that enter those biotope contests. That's really cool, but that's not me. Rather, I place the emphasis on providing a reasonably realistic, what I call functionally aesthetic representation of the habitat from where my fishes come from. Uh, I use aquascaping materials, layout, and environmental parameters as close to possible as what is provided in the wild for the fishes. Now, you can be a very responsible owner without obsessing over making every microsimian of conductivity or every ppm of phosphate in your tank match that of the fish's wild habitat. I'm pretty, pretty much confident about that. Your fishes likely don't even know that, having been captive bred for a few generations or collected from their natural habitat and being subjected to all sorts of 
environmental differences along the chain of custody from stream to store. And they likely don't even care. They're likely just as happy to be somewhere stable by the time they arrive in your home aquarium. In my opinion, though, being genetically programmed by evolution to live under certain environmental parameters for millennia can't likely be replaced by a few dozen generations of captive breeding. That's where it gets a little controversial, I think. You know, I think that being able to acclimate and thrive and even reproduce in conditions that are way different than what they evolved in uh, uh, under this natural process for eons does indicate some a good adaptability on the part of our fishes. And, you know, as aquarists, we benefit from this, even though our hearts probably tell us that it would be really cool to try to be 100% faithful to nature in this regard. I know I do. Of course, all the while, being fully aware of that, you know, managing and achieving a 4.3 pH or whatever, similar to the uh, floating riverbanks of the Alanquia stream and the Branco River in northern Brazil, for example, is pretty much beyond the level of detail that I want to go to. It would be really cool to do, but it's just not what I want to do at the moment. I mean, 4.3? Ooh. Now, I suppose my attitude towards those factors would disqualify me from personally being a very hardcore biotope aquarist, or, or at least one who would try to compete and win in one of those contests. Now, the tetras that I keep, I don't think they know it, nor do they really even seem to care. Rather, I think they're obsessed, well, if a fish is obsessed, with, you know, finding their next meal, socialization, more mundane aspects of their daily existence, as long as they're physically comfortable and, you know, free from high levels of stress, not being pursued by predators and, you know, exploiting near non-existent food resources. I don't think they could make an argument that that they even do. And just because you're content with your aquariums being biotope-inspired as opposed to being 100% faithful to the natural habitat doesn't mean you don't care. doesn't mean you're not doing a good job or you aren't dedicated to your craft. I really believe that. Despite what some of these people in, in forums and online and contests will tell you, whatever tetra, whatever cichlid, whatever guarmi, pleca, or whatever fish you keep does know is that they're living in a stable, stress-free environment that they can easily adapt to and live out their lives in. And if we're lucky, they might even reproduce in it. And that's worth considering next time you set up an aquarium. Now, really, do your tetras and cichlids and guarmies, do you think they know this? I think they do. I think you need to give yourself a pat on the back for what you're doing and what you've done so well, what we all do. I think that your fishes would if they could. I think that you're doing a pretty kick-ass job, actually. That's also what every tetra knows. Really, I really think that. So, till next time, stay inquisitive, stay inspired, stay enthusiastic, stay dedicated, stay relentless, and always stay wet. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon.